What's up, y'all? We are, this is episode, what, four? Number four. I know we kept y'all waiting. We yep. just had some things going on, some good things. Um, what, what you want to tell, tell them what really recently just happened? Oh, like what recently, recently? What happened? recently, recently just happened. Well, yeah, I got a studio, man. I got a Sean K has a studio. studio. So, yeah, it's official. Your boy got a official photography studio now that is his his name on it. Yep. When you walk in a big, even before you walk in, there's a sign on the door. But, yeah, we're, we just were really you're just all in with that planning that making that a success um so yeah we we just had to take a week off but we hope that you guys have watched episodes one two and three to get caught up y'all had a, a good valentine's day we really wanted to do a valentine's day episode yeah we did we really yeah. did but, but that didn't happen it couldn't happen but we hope y'all had a good safe one and uh yeah, we're excited to be back with y'all and be able to talk and yeah. just uh, dig into the topic today. And what is the topic today? Disclaimer, though, if y'all hear me say, ouch. Or just sound like she's struggling, she's fine. I'm fine. I just have been trying to be disciplined this year with the trainer. Shout out to JB. But I am feeling the workout today. And, you know, normally you take about a half a day before you start to feel the workout. That's how I know <laughs> It was a good workout because I couldn't even walk to the car right. You so stiff right now, I'm, bro. He's stiff in this chair. So just just show me some grace today. But we are talking about. <laughs> and if y'all hear me yawn, <laughs> just just know. Because business has been booming. So he's been busy. And we thank God. We thank, we thank God. God. But your boy's a little sleepy, a little tired, need a nap. So, yeah, we'll try to edit out the yawns. If not, if hey, not, so show us both some understand. grace today. Yeah. But what are we talking about today? We're talking about transitions. We're talking about the title of this episode is Altered in Transition. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Oh, know just called well, transitions. Well, I like not, that. Well, well, welcome to Altered in Transition. I like it here. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode is all about transition. You cannot talk about marriage, relationships without talking about transitional seasons. You can talk about anything. With the, yeah. Your career. Um, parenthood. Parenthood. You can't talk about anything in life without... They're being transitions because it's always growth. There's yeah. always something happening, something changing. Things are moving. Things are evolving. Yeah. Hopefully you're evolving. Hopefully. That's the you know, goal. People around you are evolving, mm -hmm. you know, so transitions, man. Here we are. Here we are. So, and we're doing posts, post marriage. Yes. These are transitions in marriage. So we've been through probably a, a good three major transitions. I think today, um, this episode won't be as long as the others because we're going to hit Today on two. Today alone, we've gone through three? No, I'm I... kidding. <laughs> did I say that? <laughs> That's what he made it sound like. Oh, I did like, whoa, hold on. Wait a minute. Since marriage, we've been through two to three major... Major... Transitions. Life-altering. Life-altering... Transition. And we've been altered in those processes. So that's why we feel yes. By that's why we God. feel it's important to talk about this because you just can't talk about it. You can't talk about marriage. You can't talk about anything, like we said, without talking about transition. So I think our first major transition was me being pregnant. So we got married in 2017, purchased our first home. Was it 2018? Yeah, I think. Mm, yeah, yeah, 2018. Yeah, like end of March, April. 2018. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a transition, but I feel like, you know, that was the one we planned for. I, I can't really remember, like, that being, like, life-altering. I don't know. You may feel different about the transition. Being pregnant? I'm talking about just our transition from apartment to home. I don't think that one's, uh, like, a, not, not I don't think that's a major one. I mean, having a house is dope. 
very yeah. dope having your own space, not having neighbors per se, like on top of you, below you, mm -hmm. and having to like tiptoe. Those people a who bit. dirty be sending yeah. the roaches your way. True, true. <laughs> people like to blame their neighbors for their roaches, but yeah. <laughs> no disclaimer: we did not have roaches. Disclaimer: we did not have roaches nor ants. <laughs> we nor we ants. actually kept that. We did really good. We did. We were good stewards yeah, over we that apartment. Stewards. But sure. I think our first major one was pregnancy. Um, mm -hmm. and going into parenthood. Mm -hmm. So we moved into the house, like you said, March 2018. You were pregnant by May. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was pregnant by May. You I remember straight to it, it was boy. Cinco de Mayo. I remember you were at work. Mm -hmm. I was at, at home because we were just moving in the house. I love to decorate. Mm -hmm. And so I was going around and, you know, trying to get some decor and all of that type of stuff. And you got the bubble guts. No, I began to look, you know, you go down, down the mirror aisle and... I was like, I look very, <laughs> I look very bloated, and it's it's beyond the the period bloat. Okay, I'm like something is off. So I was like, no. Nah. And then oh no, one was another thing is I was super tired. My birthday's in April, so we moved into the house March. Had my birthday April. My friends was like, what are we doing? I'm like, nothing. I just want to sleep. And I literally did not do anything mm. for my birthday that year. That's what that was a major sign that something was off. I literally slept through my birthday, slept that weekend. Um, so then we go into May, and I'm like, something is off. So I'm like, you know what? Light bulb went off in my head. Take a pregnancy test. Which mind you, we have been having pregnancy scares uh you can't call them scares in the midst of marriage okay pregnancy okay. what do you fiascos pregnancy um pump fakes pump fakes we've been pump faking a little bit that sounds odd but anyway mm. pregnancy possibilities um and so i was like you know what i'm just gonna go take a test they always said negative so this is probably not going to be any different mm -hmm. um so i go and go stop by walmart <laughs> i was so I, I didn't even have the faith that it was going to say positive i just uh, peed on the stick left it there I'm just like let's just check this off the list yeah while i'm tired so i walked away actually kind of forgot about it being up on the back of the toilet mm. until i was like oh let me go see what this says and it said positive. I said, wait, 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 wait. Okay, you know, sometimes you had those anomalies, so. It came with two, though, right? Yeah, so I took another one. Okay. That one said positive. And I said, you know what? Just so I'm sure, I'm going back to the store and buying another pack of two. Wasting money. Wasting <laughs> Buying money. another pack of two. How much pregnancy test costs right now? What's the what's the? $15. Rate? Now, okay. if you really want to get cheap, you can get the Dollar General ones for a dollar, two dollars. Mm. I don't know. I mean, you're going to have a 50-50 chance of it being right. But. Okay. If you're really trying to budget on uh, the pregnancy test, it's possible to go to Dollar General. Is that right? Okay. But when got those two, all of them said positive. I said, now this is crazy. I'm actually pregnant. I have to be. Mm -hmm. So I called my mom, called one of my closest friends. And I was like, I'm pregnant. And I used to joke with my mom. Who'd you like, call? Brittany. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So I... um. Call my mom and she was I used to kind of like just cry wolf about it. And so she was like, seriously? And I'm like, yeah, I really am pregnant. So, you know, you got to wait. I found out you got to wait a little bit before you can even go to the doctor. And I'm like, the suspense? Like, I want to see this little and peanut. You haven't told me yet. No. So he was at work. He was uh, uh, working at the car dealership back then. So he was working late. And so I was like, you know what? He had a little man room, man cave in the house. Oh, I missed the man room. Yeah, it's gone now. Oh, fellas. But all y'all who have the man room, hold on to it as long as you can. <laughs> as soon as that pregnancy test comes, it's gone. 
It's going if you ain't got enough rooms in your house. If you if we have a starter house, a really nice starter house. Yeah, well, three house. bedroom. Well, we and the thing is, the third room wasn't for the baby. The third room that he was in, he ended up giving away. Mm-hmm. A, uh, a coworker of mine's house caught on fire. His apartment caught on fire, mm-hmm. and no, either it caught on fire or it was like uh, a flood or something like that happened. But yeah, I gave him my couch, man. Gave him my couch. Gave him my uh, what else did I give him? I, I gave think, him quite a bit of stuff out of that. Yeah, room. so basically, it reduced the. A man came to nothing and to nothing. It reduced me to the living room. Yeah, and then I took over for it to be my prayer room, all purpose room. I pray in there too. Don't fitness sound like it's fit- just your prayer room. Like fitness just, area. It is not a all fitness area. We have perp- a, it's a treadmill in We there. have a treadmill that has a whole bunch of junk on top of it. It is not a fitness area. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> now where okay. So then I said, you know what? I know when he gets off, the first thing he's gonna do is go in that prayer room i mean yes. sorry i see I, i'm so see. used to calling it the prayer room the man cave room man cave. and he's gonna go play the game play the xbox mm-hmm. so i said okay this will be perfect i'm gonna put the pregnancy test right by the um the controller um and so i waited i was did i go right around that controller right you, around it no you came in you was just all over the house other than the man cave room oh wow and I was just like, any other day, you're going to go in there and you're going to be playing the game. But today, of all days. This is how it goes. It always goes. So I'm over here in suspense texting um, Brittany, texting my friends, like he texting Joe to see like he doesn't want to go in the, pre- the the man cave room. So finally, I said, babe, you don't want to play the game. You want to do nothing. Was up. Yeah. He was just looking <laughs> like, was... and then I had the video, uh, my phone up, video recording him. So he like. What are you up to? Yes, he probably thought I was I had bought him a new game or something. What did you what do you what did you think? I would never think that. <laughs> <laughs> that would never come to my mind. Oh, Kia brought me a new game. Nah. I don't know. I was just like, what is she? Why would she want that? But anyway, went in there, sat down, got to playing and everything. And then did I get to start? I don't even think I started playing. I think I, as soon as I sat down, it was like right there. I was like, yeah, he got he cried. I do remember. I wish we could show y'all the video. I have the video. Tears, bro. I have the video. Of course you cried. I mean, come on, like that's. So he saw it, and it was a beautiful moment. And he was like, "What? Like for real? Whose is this?" I think you said, "Whose is this?" I said, "Where you get this from?" from? (laughs) (laughs) He he accused me of stealing the pregnancy test. Oh man, you know you can get them off eBay or something like that. Just a joke, a little prank. So I'm like, yeah, we're really pregnant. And so from there, transition literally happened from there. Yeah, everything shifted. Your priorities just shift. Like mm-hmm. you become, hopefully, you become a family man once mm-hmm. you find out, you know, that your wife's pregnant. Yeah, you know, you shift into dad mode and just yeah, family, family mm-hmm. first. You know, I mean, when you're in that s- situation of being married, but mm-hmm. you know, it's just still being you guys. It's, it's almost like an a a, priv- a privileged dating. <laughs> situation yeah. you got going on i mean you, just, you know you can go on vacation you can do this you can go yeah. da, 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 da. but when it's like baby time it's like oh family man yeah now i gotta like prioritize you guys more than what i want to do and that that's moment. and same here i think um that as you think about like going into transition it's so easy to Really, it's I don't even think you have a thought process of I don't get to do that no more. It's automatic. Like this baby is my pri- priority. I got to make sure yeah. that he's safe at all times. Got to make sure that he's protected. So when it comes to other things that you used to do, it's kind of like for me. I mean, I would say it's like, yeah, I miss it, but it's like that's not my like. So, something fills it. Yeah, you it, know the the mother instincts. I guess mm-hmm. you would call it something like it's it. so easy to just step into that. And so like uh, you were saying like. You don't get to just jump up and 
let's go, let's go drive All across the town. Days. Well, I remember the days. Yeah, we would just jump up and just, hey, we want to go eat this. Or, hey, we want to go just ride around, make the loop and, and ride around the city. like And be just, gone. And be gone till 2 in the morning just doing nothing. Like, you know? So yeah. you just, the, I would say... I want to say you have to give over those luxuries because you can still do that. You just got a plan now. Now there's there's like you got a plan, uh, getting a babysitter, getting the grandparents to take care of them. And these grandparents ain't made. They're different. They ain't made the same. These grandparents are not the... Not the let me watch them for the summer. No, grandparents. No, 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 no. no. That that's not happening. That I think those days are gone. I mean, I I never had that situation, but I hear about that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people had like, hey man, my mom, my, we live in Texas. My grandma lived in Florida, and I could stay with her the whole summer. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't think I could send Bubba down the street for the summer. Oh no, no, it's not happening. So not, nah. grandparents is not made the same. I don't know what's, parents what out there. About. Y'all know. I mean, y'all know what we're talking about. Social media. <laughs> Grandmas and grandpas think they got a life. I don't know. I don't know what it's about. They just don't want to be grandparents. They want to. They want. They want to be grandparents. They just don't want the kids. Not to that same degree. Uh, We can probably get a weekend once every six months. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A weekend like that's Monday. I'm sorry, that's Friday. Saturday, pick them up on Sunday. Yeah. So and don't let us be late. Don't let us be. Oh, we about uh, to. And really, and truly, the time we said we actually need to be there three hours before we said we was gonna be there. Because mm. they're looking for us. That's true. they like, all right, you said 6 p.m., but you know what? Just going to come get him at 3. Because he slept <laughs> real bad last night. He slept real bad. We stayed up. <laughs> you know, maybe it, maybe it's the kids ain't the, the same these days. Maybe these nah, maybe the we were a little bit well more well-behaved. The toddlers are the same, I think. Like, when you get, like, six, seven-year-olds, I think that's when it's super easy. You know? All, you, all they need is a little, little iPad or something, and they just go sit down. But... Toddlers, toddlers are toddlers, right? Yeah. So we have a toddler, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe he needs to get older, and then he can be gone for the weekend all the time. The summer. I'm shooting for the summer. The summer. Yeah, did it, did it. <laughs> <laughs> we put it. Y'all be we, in agreement. Y'all be in praying. agreement. Y'all we need y'all to us. come on one accord with us, please. Um, but I think the major thing in the pregnancy transition too was before he was even born or right after he was born, I ended up having postpartum. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we ever talked about this. Like that was a huge. We talked about it, but not in. I just want to hear from you. How how was that from you having to see me go through that? Um, the thing was, you didn't really voice it in the midst of it. I didn't really I did. know you were really like struggling, struggling until after it had passed. I mean, I feel like I was helpful though. You were. I feel like this naturally I was helpful. I don't feel like you needed to tell me you were dealing with anything yeah. to to know. I know you were struggling with breastfeeding and that was like an issue for you. Mm-hmm. Like, man, just keeping up with the schedule and he didn't want to latch, all this mm-hmm. other stuff. But yeah, man, it, it was just naturally um, me just stepping in and taking care of everything. Mm-hmm. I knew everything that went down, like the whole 24, 25 hour labor. Yeah. So I knew that... It's gonna take time for you to recoup, get back to yourself, and everything. So that was not necessarily a transition, but that was just pop stepping up mm. and just naturally knowing, okay, she needs. I wonder. I mean, not to cut you off, but no, it just makes me think about like you saying that you saw what I had to go through and birthing, which made almost like burdened you to to want to help more because you mm-hmm. saw like the extent of the birthing process, the extent of just everything that my body physically, emotionally, mentally had to go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if there's like the absence of fathers because they're not there. Like a lot of the fathers married or not, that. I would say more of the married fathers are present for the birthing. But if you aren't married, 
I feel like if 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 they don't see what the woman has to go through, they the don't baby. have a yeah, they don't have a, a respect or um, a pre- if, I think they're just seeing the baby. Yeah, you know they don't see the makeup of it, mm-hmm. the struggles of everything, mm-hmm. and I think if you solely see the baby, you solely see responsibility. Yeah, you solely see burden. Mm-hmm. But if you see the struggle of the mom, mm-hmm. the uh, undertaking mm-hmm. that that is. I feel like you, if you like that woman, at least like her. At least like her. At least have some type of care. You have a heart for her. Like, dog, you went through all that to give me a son. Mm-hmm. To give me a little boy to look just like me. Hopefully he look like you. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> no, we ain't going to talk about that. But hopefully he look like you. <laughs> but you went through all that to give me a a person. <laughs> And you pushed them out person. of you. Or you got cut for it. Yeah. Whatever. And at that point, man, it's just like, it's the least I could do. How can I repay you, bro? Let me let me assist you. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 natural for me. I can't speak mm-hmm. to everybody, but I feel like if you're not present throughout the process, it does shift, has a possibility to, to shift mm-hmm. how you react yeah. once that baby's here. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, I mean, I don't think I don't think I told my mom. I don't think I told anyone close to me or even him. I just kind of silently dealt with postpartum. And before, you know, I would always be guilty of saying like, oh, you know, you can just pray it away or you can just this and that and all of that. Um, But literally my hormones, it actually started in the hospital. I began to just feel overwhelmed. It was just like I knew there was a hormonal imbalance. I always I would was crying for no reason just felt overwhelmed and so it it kept uh on through the time of going home and see you crying for no reason was like pregnancy normal for me yeah that's you true. see what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i didn't think anything different i was like oh well that's, that's pretty much how the last six seven months has been mm-hmm. you've been crying <laughs> for no reason i just asked hey you okay and she says yeah i'm okay and then we move on so mm-hmm. i didn't that's why i'm saying i didn't see anything mm-hmm. yeah but yeah so I didn't tell him, but he was so helpful. And I think that really blessed me because growing up, my my father wasn't as present. And so it I always had prayed like, Lord, you know, whoever I marry, uh, I want them to be a good father to show themselves a good father and to just be that father in the household to our children. Did you know I'd be a good father? I felt like you had to be because you had a good example. You know, most, mm. most again, you can speak from the man perspective. I feel like most men who don't show themselves as a good father didn't have that example didn't have that structure mm-hmm. or any structure growing up and so i was like okay he had that structure had a, a, a complete family as an example it was healthy from mm-hmm. what from i what could saw, see what we turned on when you got home yeah, yeah from what i could see from the outside <laughs> looking and it looked healthy um and even just i think the way you treated me respectfully um i think i, I was just like he had to be a good father you know he gotta be so I just assumed you were going to be. And you you have been a great father. You have. And so just seeing him, he changed Matthew's diaper first. I think mm-hmm. you did. You did I'm it sure first. Because you, you was in that bed. I was in the bed because I had yeah. a C-section. I was in pain. I was hormonal. I was emotional. And so just seeing him bond, it was a blessing. Even though I was going through postpartum, it really did bless me to see you um, bond with Matthew in that way. And they have a very close bond now. I'm not jealous of it. but Anymore. <laughs> not anymore. anymore don't put me on blast <laughs> but it is it, this is what i pray for so you know yeah. when you pray for something you can't get mad at when the manifestation come yeah i can't shake bubble no they are just oh my god he loved his daddy 
he loved his son. It's just beautiful to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but what helped me is like through that season, you didn't get frustrated, even though I mean I've told you I was going through postpartum. I know I was probably on edge a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. Um, I know changes in the body my body wasn't how it was when we first met and i'm still going through changes in my body like still um it's a thing and i still love you girl oh don't you you make me blush on here don't make me blush that's a synthetic blush you got on there with that makeup synthetic oh i thought she was about to say synthetic hair because oh no and i look i wouldn't do you like that even if it was i wouldn't bring it up synthetic now but no i mean it just really was beautiful to see the bomb but also to see him being understanding of me in this transition and that's what i think is important when you're in marriage to understand like y'all are going to go through transitional seasons and you don't know how the other is going to respond in that transition how it's going to alter you how it's going to change you how your mental is going to be and for me i don't feel like i could mentally be a wife for at least the first four months i felt like i was just trying to survive literally i joke with him all the time but i was so serious postpartum had me wanting to get in the car and drive to to drive i-45 north until i don't know i reached some sort of destination and just leave him with the baby i just felt like i was in a prison like that like i was never going to break out it it was it was so crazy that's how i knew it was do you think men struggle with postpartum in a sense because that happens i've seen i've seen articles of it being a thing that happens like Mm -hmm. now i did feel i'm not going to sit here and say like i didn't feel like the finality of having a kid because mm-hmm. once you see that baby you do feel like <laughs> we were scared to even drive him well, home <laughs> what because it was raining he was so small but... so cute and we was like okay should we get on the freeway we're we gonna just ride the back roads because it was raining a little bit that yeah. day we were scared because of the responsibility like yeah we are now responsible for this life like weighs on you mm-hmm. that whole like this is final like i owe this child at least 18 years of mm-hmm. being a protector, a provider, yeah. a somewhat of a nurturer. I feel like men can be nurturers still. Yeah. Yes, that is the mother's uh, one of the mother's natural roles. Mm-hmm. But to be able to comfort and uh, console your son yeah. as a man, I think is necessary, man, mm-hmm. for a healthy man. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely felt that not prison. I wouldn't call it prison. Crying out loud. My bad. <laughs> that was my reality. Hey, but just like. Almost like a, a a bit of stuckness, mm. like this is my life now, mm-hmm. and that's the same thing you, you feel when you get married. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's a blessing because it's it's almost like a yoke, mm-hmm. uh, a yoke in the natural mm-hmm. of fatherhood, mm-hmm. just like it is of husband. Mm-hmm. And that's not even I won't even say that's natural. That's a spiritual thing as mm-hmm. well. Because you're stepping into something, and by the grace of God, we're married, and we have a yeah. grace that's on being a father. Yeah. Because that comes with being married. Mm-hmm. But I know that that grace isn't with everybody mm-hmm. who's just having children outside of marriage. Mm-hmm. So I think when you're in those situations mm-hmm. and you've created a child, mm-hmm. there's no grace. Yeah. There's no grace to to understand. No no grace to father Mm -hmm. especially if you don't have an example Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying having example helps yes but Mm -hmm. having one outside of marriage does make it more difficult to take on and have that strength the supernatural strength that it takes to father yeah yeah i've never even thought about that yeah that's a a strong perspective from the men's perspective Mm -hmm. um and i think it's important because i think i mean I don't know. Every I don't think every man is as understanding as you were through just all the transitions. Some men just 
don't have that patience to be able to handle going through the emotional roller coaster that it can be the mm-hmm. first couple of months. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were weren't sleeping a lot. No, we weren't. We man. weren't sleeping a lot. So I I made the den my home, had the baby in the um I forgot what it was called, but just had him on the couch with us just cuz he was getting up every 2 to 3 hours and mm-hmm. I'm trying to breastfeed, trying to pump. It was a whole thing, but I, you know, I think it takes patience, which is a fruit of the spirit, mm-hmm. and that's necessary through transition. You have to be patient with one another. Yeah. And I remember even outside of like just like the family thing, mm-hmm. but me taking taking time away from my work, from yeah. my job. That right, was that's a good segue into the next tra- big transition. Yeah, I mean, but taking first the first before the ultimate transition, yeah. there was that transition of okay. So if you ever sold cars. You know the type of men you're working with. Mm. You're working with a lot of alpha males mm. who who just think they they just have to be a certain way. Mm. And to based on society too. Mm. Yeah, based on society. And for me to say, okay, I'm gonna take I took what three months off. Yeah, it was about two to three months. I took three months off, and um, that was like a big hit to my pride mm-hmm. big hit to my like manhood and it was like <coughs> i just knew i was being talked about you know what i'm saying yeah. though i n- didn't know i was being talked about i just mm-hmm. knew because i just know yeah. that industry yeah and that was something that really bothered me in a sense on the on the surface level but me reacting how i reacted mm-hmm. was get closer to my family mm-hmm. Why am I taking this time away? It's not. It's not to take this time away. And I needed the help. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah I needed the help, and I wasn't gonna act like I didn't. And I was so grateful that he saw the importance of helping me out, because um, I was still healing. You know, with the C-section, you at least need six weeks for the cut to heal, and so just that, he, I needed help. Mm-hmm. So I, I do appreciate you being considerate of right and not me. like not taking not, on you know yeah. what I supposed to do as a man yeah what i'm supposed to do as a man is to support my wife mm-hmm. in that moment be able to be flexible mm-hmm. not just yeah provision a lot of times we talk about provision and it's as like a monetary oh, thing yeah but he provided support by he provi- laying down yeah yeah he provided um the help that was needed that was a form of provision mm-hmm. and so that's just as important as prov- providing monetarily mm-hmm. and uh, i think a lot of times Based on society, is these pressures that provision is only monetary the pressure on men, and men yeah. feel like they have to be at work, they have to be here, and like sometimes and then they miss out on family, which is just equally as important. Yeah, that's you go make the money, but provided. then if you're not not present, correct, there's a correct. deficit. Hey, I'm in finance, and I know I know my deficits. And they grab the glasses. I'm in finance. <laughs> I told her when she was wearing those glasses. <laughs> those glasses almost make me want to listen to you. <laughs> So yeah, you got to grab those. I'm a, I'm a, I'm in finance. Okay. So anyway. So I know that de- those there. You may be adding up on one side, but there's a deficit mm-hmm. in another, and that can take a toll on the marriage and, and that, family. That is a really strong point, just for men to understand that it's not always mm-hmm. monetary. Yeah. Yes, that is a part of it. Yeah. But providing is providing what's needed, mm-hmm. what's most needed yeah. at that time. And I knew at that time. I needed to be with y'all. Yeah. I needed to be with Bub. I needed to be 
there for you. Mm-hmm. And um, it's beautiful, man. It was a, a beautiful laying down and dying to what I wanted to do mm-hmm. and what I wanted my name to be. Mm-hmm. But um, wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah, it was, it it was world, a really man. beautiful um, just season to where we could bond as a family together. Because a lot of times it is that the man is at work and the woman is by at home mm-hmm. by herself with the kid. And so it's, I think it's just beautiful for us to have all three bonded together. And although, you know, there was a time and we'll get into that in a little bit where I had to eventually go back from maternity leave. There was oh, still, that was a, not a sad day. I mean, it was yeah. good to see you go, you know, be, be back on your feet and ready and mm-hmm. your mind's uh, right. And you're, mm-hmm. you know, you want to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you didn't want to go. You know what I mean? There's yeah. part of you that wants to get back yeah, to work. I didn't want Business to is normal, but you didn't want to leave your family and everything. Yeah. And then at that time. Yeah, that's the segue into the next major transition. So uh, I think I went back to where I had, uh, I think it was four to yeah, five. Yeah, like four or four, almost four, six months. Almost man. six months off. Shout out to large banks. I, can't, I don't want to say the name, but large banks have a great maternity program now. And so it allowed me a time to be with my son um, up until almost six months. And so then there was a time for us to go um me to go back and during that time it was time for both of us to go back so we had the decision of daycare and all of that and then in the midst uh, the Lord spoke to both of us individually so we hadn't even had a conversation about this about um, you quitting your job and yeah. so that was not yeah. something we were looking for it was but it was something that we were one ac- on one accord about and I think you know when you think about okay we I'm going back to work then got all of these expenses and then just all of the things that go into that transition of transitioning the kid to daycare, you know, for us to hear it's time for you to leave. And it was an urgency on it. Mm-hmm. Um, we could have said, oh, I don't know if that's the right thing, yeah, but it man, was so crazy how it was both of us yeah. hearing the same thing. It's not in my natural mind. I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to tell him to quit his job. Right. Naturally. No. Not we, after just having a baby. Yeah, that's we like need, never going to enter your mind. Right, like no. let's make less money. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make less money after we've added more responsibility. Right. <laughs> um, Bubba, you're not an expense. You're, you're we love you're you. an we experience. Love you. <laughs> we love you. But um, with that being said, it's just how that came about was just divine. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just something I would have never thought. Yeah. But luckily, but no, not luckily. We're blessed to have him speak at the same time. Yeah. You know, so we can be on one accord because that's a huge decision. Yeah, because I'm just we're just at Whataburger chilling, and then out of nowhere, yeah. Hey, um, <laughs> babe, <laughs> why are you eating the fries, crunching on them Whataburger fries? Tan them up. God <laughs> just told me to quit my job, and she's like, mm-hmm, nope, <laughs> nope, God just told me the same thing. I was like. Okay, that was what a, that was a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, so so that Monday, that next day, man. Nah, it was a Wednesday. And oh yeah, that next day he went in and told him. Yeah, that next no day. no delay, and I think that's important. Like when you're married, to just be on one accord because we could have in that moment said, Let's "Wait think a minute, about this. society is says that." You need to be at work, mm-hmm. so this is going to kind of be flipped because I'm going back to work. Then you're gonna be you at home. Stay home. So you're gonna be a stay at home. That's really dad. what you wanted to do is stay home. Yeah. Yeah. So we could have let society say society's pressures mm-hmm. determine our obedience in that moment. Wow. We could have wow. allowed that. How much that happens through life. Yeah. Yeah. We could have allowed and said 
you know what? No, society says you should be working. I should be staying home. So let's so why don't we flip it. Let's flip this. Make this work. I don't know. That must mean I got to come off my job or something. And we would have mm-hmm. been totally out, out of, of alignment order. and yeah. out of order in rebellion. Really out of order, not to the standard of of the world, to the standard of what God would have yes. for us. Yeah, His intent for us. And if you look back and you look where we are now. We wouldn't have any of this. No, we, we wouldn't. We wouldn't have a podcast. We probably wouldn't be able to afford a podcast. Okay, <laughs> let's just be real. I mean, yeah, God is just breathe on that whole situation, yeah. and it just takes a laying down for both of us. Because mm-hmm. I know naturally you're like, son, you're not finna stay home. Yeah, you, what? And have, have me have me make all the bread. Yeah, because that was could have. Yeah, and I could have. Uh, D- decided that I didn't want a certain perception like you know sometimes we'll do things and we'll be like how am I going to be viewed who going to be talking about this mm-hmm. and that pressure will pressure you into uh, disobeying God Right. I could have said that but I think when you get married and I uh, talk to the Be The Rib ladies about this too there's a maturity level that comes with being married you have to be mature in uh, uh, your thinking your the way you view things you can't allow society and what people have told you to, to form um, your decisions you right. have to say I'm mature enough that no, this may not be comfortable. No, this may not be the society norm. But did God say it? And that that be enough? Yeah, because yeah. in that moment, that was enough for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, you I'm hated pretty, that job anyway, though. I, I did. I did. I was not happy with the management <laughs> there. Uh, not the glasses. She grabbed the glasses again, y'all. <clears throat> I was not happy with the management there. So it was a little bit, you know, difficult for me to just have to go back and be unhappy. But I knew what also gave me a peace of mind is, you know, at least my husband is get men don't typically get that. And I know most large or- organizations now are giving paternity leave to the fathers because it's necessary it's for y'all to bond as well. So it's like, okay, Lord, you gave him a built in paternity leave and thank god that there was um savings we had saved up and there was a financial cushion there for us to be able to not that much y'all <laughs> it was enough for god to to, to sustain to us it, yeah yeah the little he took the little and he made it much in our hands for us to be sustained during that time we didn't miss a bill didn't miss a beat jesus he sustained us because yeah. we obeyed because of obedience and it's all tied to but that. other people could have said Sean just didn't, don't want to work. Sean. They don't even know the fullness of what God told us. Yes. But they're they from the outside looking looking in. They're like, y'all looking crazy. Right. It's just it's wild to think about that because, like I said, it's tough to break that norm as a man mm-hmm. when the world says no. You have to you have to have this role. Yeah. You have to have this role, and how that plays into okay. Well, well I know what I heard. Yeah. And. Mm-hmm. And man, society a- your god is the world standards uh, we're told not to live to the world standards so that means mm-hmm. things even that we have been raised up in or that we've been taught like just things that you've seen that doesn't mean it's always god right and now what almost four and a half years later yeah three and a half four go- three and a half four, four years later because bubba's four so four years later now we've established a business. Now he has two a businesses. business, a successful photography and videography business, has his own studio. Like all of this, God ha- God know we have to know that God knows the end from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And still ain't missed the beat. Still. Ain't missed the beat in, inside our family. Yeah. Inside our finances. None. It's just, man, God has just been God because mm-hmm. we allowed him to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I feel like when you say no, when you say no to those situations, you're not allowing God to be God. Yeah. You're 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 being your own Lord, mm-hmm. your own your own shepherd mm-hmm. of your life. So when you surrender that, when yeah. you surrender the 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 yes, the no, however God would have you to maneuver through life, mm-hmm. when you when you lay that down, 
that's when he's your Lord. Yeah. yeah. Most people say, oh, he's my savior, but he's not your Lord. Yeah. You know what okay. I mean? Okay, yeah. He's yeah. he's not your Lord because if that's the case, you will do, as he says. Yeah, submission. Not And not knowing. Yeah. Not knowing what's going to be I the think outcome. I hard thing in life, period, aside from marriage, is yielding with finances. Mm. <laughs> so I, I feel like we can say, oh, I yield to you in this way. I yield to you in this way. But when he gives an, us an instruction that will impact our, what we have held on to as far as finances, it's hard. Yeah, because that's what because we... Because we made that a Lord. That's our security. Yeah. Yeah. And that's we our trusted. source. Yeah. Because we, we look at a number and we're like, okay, I feel secure. Mm. Oh, I don't feel secure. I, yeah. I need more. Not more God. I need more money. Yeah. I need more of this. May not be, even be more money. I need more followers on Instagram. Yeah. I need more um people in my in my text feed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's your security. Mm. That's how I know I'm popping. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it didn't always have to be monetary, man. Sometimes yeah. we just put a lot of weight in things that mm -hmm. are weightless. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'll say this as we close, because this episode was just meant to talk about those two major transitions. But I think also it's good to to talk about a little bit how there was the season where we obey God for you. And then there'll be a time when God may say for me to come off my nine to five. And then and we got to reactivate that thing, reactivate yeah. that same thing. But we're both in it together that we know we're not alone. It's not a us against you, me against you type of thing. We're mm -hmm. here together. So just like we, how we obeyed and maneuver in the past season, when that time comes for that shift, mm -hmm. then we're, you're here. Oh, you and got my, yeah, I got my mind racing now. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you like, you're like, wait a minute, I'm still building a business. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, but see, I have to be able to lay that down. Yeah. I have to be able to lay that down. Yeah. So I pray that God, uh, I pray that my spirit mm -hmm. and my heart is always in the right place mm -hmm. to where the studio is not my God. Yeah. The photography business is not my mm -hmm. God. But if God says lay it down or if mm -hmm. God says pick it up even more. Yeah. That you would be willing that to do That I have to be willing to do so. Yeah. I have to be willing to do so. Because I know cool. you're called to travel. Mm-hmm. And you too. You amen. Too. Amen. You too, but too. I know traveling ain't cheap. So, yeah. you know, so, I, but I have to be able to accept whatever, however God wants mm -hmm. that to be so. Yeah. Cause he's going to, it's going to be so. It's going to be so. It's just the method in which he wants to bring it to pass. Yeah. yeah. So that's beautiful. Um. So yeah, we want to just thank y'all for tuning in. Are we done episode. already? We are. Time is well spent. Wow. But we, we actually want to hear from y'all on what are some major life transitions that you've been through. So as we post this episode, I want you to drop in the comments of the reel for this episode. What major life transitions you have been in? And I think there's even a way for you to comment on the actual um, uh, Spotify app and mm. all the different apps and give us feedback. So, yeah. So it's tell a social us. network kind of thing. Yeah, it is. But. Yeah, you can comment on there. We've got some feedback on the very first episode. Y'all need to give us some feedback on the second and third. Catch up if this is your first time watching us watch episodes one through three and we love y'all we thank y'all for tuning in and you got anything else to say babe no nah, just um humble yourselves whenever god's telling you guys to do there may be something on your on your heart right now yeah that god's telling you to do and you have so many questions about mm -hmm. it but if you know you know that yeah. you know that you heard from god mm -hmm. concerning this just do it yeah and just let god bless it let god touch it mm -hmm. but don't delay yeah no more delay 2023 is no more delay no more delay and 2023 everyone is being provoked into becoming yeah and if you allow that thing to just hover hover and you never pull it down and take it on it uh as your own 
you're going to miss it. You don't know how far that's going to throw you off, how far that's going to set you back. So I just pray that you just surrender that thing and just go for it, man, and let God bless it, man. Amen. Well, we'll see y'all next week. Uh, More grace, and thank y'all for tuning in. Peace.